Welcome to Conversations Live. For more than a decade, we've brought you the best in books, entertainment, celebrity interviews, and current events. When the movers and shakers of the world have something to say to you, they say it to us first. Here's your host, Cyrus Webb. Welcome back, everyone, to Conversations Live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. But for our radio audience here in Mississippi at WYAD 94.1 FM and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all could be with us. Also, tuning in to our friends at iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Blog Talk Radio. We're glad you all could be with us as well. We're excited to welcome Allie Frank and Asha Humans to our program today as we're continuing our celebration of National Book Month. They have a brand-new book that's out now called Never Meant to Meet You. We're going to talk to them not only about their success, but also what it's been like for them to share their own love of storytelling, and of course, a new book as well. Allie, Asha, hello to you, and welcome to the program. Hi. We're super happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Uh, hey, the pleasure is definitely all mine. Well, congratulations to the two of you again on the new book, but also just on this journey since your book, Tiny Imperfections. Um, Allie, I'll start with you. What has this experience been like for you to be able to have this love of telling stories and now to share it with all of us? Well, the experience when our first book came out, Tiny Imperfections, was in May of 2020, and everything was shut down, and Ash and I did not actually get to talk to many people about our book, whether it be in person or on radio or podcast, because at that time, everyone was just trying to figure out how to survive. So for me, this book never meant to meet you, just the fun that Ash and I get to have of being out in the world and actually getting to talk about our book, our story, how we work together as two authors is a whole different experience and has been really fun. We've been writing together for four plus years, but this is our first opportunity to be out in the world um, as professionals and as writers. Yeah, yeah. Asha, same question then to you. I mean, based on what Ella just said, I mean, what has it been like for you now? Of course, you know, it's one thing to be able to have a book that's out, but what has it been like for you to now share it with readers and to get that response? Uh, The feedback that we've gotten um, on Never Meant to Meet You has been tremendous. We had great feedback with Tiny Imperfections, but this time around, we're getting to meet our readers face-to-face which is just another kind of special for me and for Allie. We're both educational. We come from an educational background. We've worked with children and families for over 20 years as individuals. And making those personal connections is central to who we are as people and also adds quite a lot to our writing. You know, we like people. Like around a whole so, Asha, let me ask you this question. When did you realize that you had a love for telling stories, that writing was something, especially fiction, something you wanted to do? Well, I think it started when I was very young and was an extremely avid reader. Um, it's something that a lot of teachers ha- have in common, a lot of, I mean, all writers that I've met have in common, and book lovers, of course. Uh, it was um, when I was a kid, if I got punishment from my parents, it was that I had to leave my book inside and go outside to play with the other kids. Um, and for me, that was the first in the world. But I started to write short stories at that point. And when I started, I absolutely loved sharing books with children 
elemental ages, especially very early years, learn quite a bit of empathy and be able to live those ages while showing them, make up the voices, it made me want to write more. Ellie, what, you- what about for yourself? What did you realize your, your own love of storytelling? <laughs> I am not quite as linear in my path as Asha is. Um, I feel really fortunate that I had the confidence in myself to remake my professional being a couple times since college. I was in advertising for probably the first eight years of my career, and then I shifted to becoming a teacher. And then I was an administrator in a school and a co-founder in a school. And, you know, working with kids is super joyous. It's also very more important that we have a responsibility over another human. So really, during that time of working in schools, I began reading more and more and more, more for escapism than anything. And then yeah. that inspired my desire to write, really. But I was writing articles that were nonfiction, really about the homeschool relationship. And uh, I just found it a great outlet. Ladies and line was breaking up there at the end. I'm not sure if it may be an issue with, with the connection, but I just want to let you guys to, to be aware of it. I want to say for those who, who are just tuning in, you all are listening to Conversations Live. Uh, we're celebrating National Book Month this month with uh, Allie Frank, you just heard from there, and also humans are celebrating their second book together, Never Meant to Meet You. I, I want to dive into the characters a little bit, Allie, and I'm going to start with you on, on this. I, I think what is interesting about this book is that people will be able to see themselves in it in some way, right? I mean, the book is about, I think, family. It's about friendship, trying to figure life out. But also, I think, you know, trying to find your own sense of happiness. So what was this experience like in telling this particular story for you, Allie? Well, first of all, thank you so much, Cyrus, for saying that hopefully readers will see themselves or people they know in the book because that is a – big goal for Asha and I to write really relatable characters. So hearing you say that is wonderful. Um, Asha and I wrote this book during COVID. It's not about COVID or a pandemic, but we wrote it (laughs) during COVID. And, you know, there was not a lot of creative input at that time because people weren't out in the world. So Asha and I, took inspiration in our two main characters, Margette and Noah, from ourselves. Because at the time, that's really all we had. The book's not autobiographical, but Noah is more me and Margette is more Asha. So we had a really good time um, sort of exploring sides of ourselves. And we're just normal people. There's nothing super fancy or um huge about either of us, but exploring us and what it felt like, We, you know, at that time, everyone was experiencing some sort of grief during the right. pandemic, whether it was an actual loved one or friend, or it was just, you know, loss of your daily routine. So we right. wanted to explore the topic of grief and healing. And can you do that with humor? Are those 
topics that have some humor related to them. And so that's what we did in our own little pandemic bubble of our two families and no one else. Right, right. Asha, to that point then, I think, again, going to the themes that I kind of picked up on, I mean, and and, um, Alan just mentioned, of course, the time that you guys wrote this book in. What was it like for you? Was this book kind of part of your own little little therapy away from everything going on (laughs) to write about something that's a little more lighter, uh, funny, but still has some reflective moments too? Well, sure. I think that um, when Allie sort of first pitched this idea to me, I had to consider myself, do I really feel grief because I'm being isolated? I didn't really connect it to what most people think about is grief, uh, loss of a loved one or some sort of great tragedy in your life. But while writing the book, I was able to unpack some feelings of loss that I did have. Um, both of my children had huge graduations that I didn't get to experience, uh, prom, um, professional things with Tiny Imperfections. We lost quite a bit of, um, you know, sort of a celebration of having this great achievement out into the world. So it did help me writing this book to um, unfurl all those feelings that I was having um, and allow our characters to express that there are different levels of grief, different ways of grieving, um, different things that make us sad that we each as individuals need to grieve about, and then how to move on past that. And um, I think what's special about this story with Margette and Noah is that one thing that helps them heal is that notion of sound family, that they've discovered each other, supported each other through their individual issues, and become even closer than some of their own family members because of it. Yeah. And I think, too, uh, what I, I I like about the book, and we're about to get into that, kind of how you guys did it. I'm always uh, curious when I uh, am speaking to, to writing duos about the process, you know, of, of the back and forth, the planning of it. So, Ellie, I'll, I'll start with you on that part. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love the way the book flows so well, but how did you guys decide how you wanted to write this book? Yeah, that's a great question. So first, when Asha and I started down this road, we knew as a black and white writing duo that we wanted to write from humanity first and from race, religion, culture second. So for us, and every writing duo is different, it's not that we divided and conquered. Oh, Asha, you'll write the black character since you're black, and I'll write the white character since I'm white. But that we write everything together, and we have full consensus. I mean, consensus of two, but full consensus (laughs) on every word and every punctuation. So for us... I'm actually really the big picture holding the plot and the story. And Asha is the depth of emotion and character. So just for our first round, I'll get really roughly down, you know, four chapters, mark it all up with notes about the actual character and pass it on to Asha. And then she goes deep while I'm doing the next couple of chapters. So that first step is, We kind of leapfrog back and forth between chapters. But after that, when it's still in its rough, rough form, 
Asha and I probably four to six times per book read the entire book out loud so that we both own every single word and piece of the book. And that helps us turn in a very finished manuscript to our editor, but it also allows us both to be able to defend and honor the story that we've written. Wow, wow. So, Asha, I, I love the fact that Allie mentioned about it wasn't so black and white, pun intended there, of, of who was going to write what, right? Um, but did that also make the ownership of the story better because you were so much a part of the whole process? Well, sure. And Allie and I had the opportunity during this um, experience, during our experience and continuing to learn so much about each other, about um, our cultures, our backgrounds, and other cultures and backgrounds. Um, we are we have allowed ourselves and given permission to each other to ask the very very hard questions about race, about class, privilege, religion, because we want our characters to be that authentic. Um, we have had moments where we disagree. We have had moments where we need to step back from our writing, allow each other to hear what each other is saying, process it, and then come back and revisit it. And I think that helps with the magic of what we do and the realism of the people that we write about is that we give them space to learn. It's something we hope that when people read our books, they then extend to other people in their lives. Since it is National Book Month, I want to ask the two of you, and Asha, I'll start with you, about finding your voice. I also think these characters in the book have to get to a place where they find themselves, too, and are comfortable with who they are and, and being able to feel comfortable in their skin. How important has it been for you, Asha, that even though you may be a fan of others, to make sure that you're being true to your own writing voice and your own creative voice when it comes to storytelling? I think I accept the fact that I have a particular point of view. I am a black woman who's grown up in Seattle, Washington, um, a very diverse town, but a very segregated one. Um, The black population is under 5% here, when nationally it's somewhere around 18, I believe. And um, that is unique from someone who may be growing up in the southern part of the U.S. or the southwest or even the northeast. I understand that my voice is not a monolith of the black experience. I want my voice to tell my story and my point of view and for people to say, hey, it's okay that she may think differently than someone who looks just like her but, in a diff- but who's had a different life. There is yeah. room for uh, a diversity in voices in writing. There's room for everyone's voice to be heard. And it's okay if we disagree. It's just important that we accept and keep learning. Love that. Ellie, what about for yourself? How easy has it been for you to embrace your own creative voice when there are so many out there? Because it's very easy for in your industry, uh, the two, for the two of you, uh, to be seen as the next X, Y, or Z. So how important has it been for you, mm-hmm. Ellie, to make sure that your voice is not being lost? 
I think that my voice is not lost because Asha and I share, while we might look different, we share a very similar sense of humor. We share a similar uh, outlook on life. We share a similar, at least to us, we think common sense. And so writing from that place of not just what our skin color is, but truly internally who we are, we see each other and we see our characters. So I feel like I'm being true to myself and what I want to put out in the world because I have this great partner who is a mirror to me and you know, is checking like, okay, we're staying on the right path. We're veering from who we really are. Um, There are challenges to writing as a team, but there are also really wonderful parts of it. And the most wonderful part is you have someone every day who is checking you and checking the direction of where you're going and the truth of your experience and what you're putting out there. So I feel really fortunate that Asha has helped me stay on the path of the story that I desired to tell. And I hope, you know, Asha feels the same way, that I uh, was true and was a great mirror to what she wanted to put out in the world. And we were able to mesh those two truths together. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, it's a great book. I never meant to meet you. If this is your introduction to Allie Frank and Asha Humans, it's a great book to start with, but definitely pick up Tiny Imperfections as well as we're celebrating books all this month for National Book Month. But the book is available through our friends at Amazon, but of course you can have it out, order it through your favorite bookstore. If they don't have it, I know they'd be more than glad to be able to get it for you. Um, so I know that the two of you collectively, you've made it easy because we tagged you on Facebook and Twitter. Um, Allie, where's the best place for our audience to stay connected with the two of you? Oh, my gosh, you're so funny, Cyrus. I'm going to pass that to Asha because (laughs) within our little production company of two, I'm more the chief financial officer. Asha's the chief of marketing. So I'm going to hand that over. You can definitely find us through our website at www.allieandasha.com. We have a contact page there. Let us know what you think about our books. Um, Let us know if you'd like us to join you on your book club. Um, and find out what's coming up next there on our website. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Allie and Asha. Yeah, you've made it very easy. I was able to find you guys very easily on all three of those, and we've tagged you all over there. If you guys came in late, you missed a part of the conversation. The replay is available on social. But Allie, Asha, congratulations again, and thank you again for the time. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Cyrus. We'll see you on our next book. Oh, yeah, looking forward to it. And we thank you, our audience, for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Then let's go make today amazing. Take care.